your Locked On Golden Knights, your daily podcast on the Vegas Golden Knights, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Today's episode is brought to you by rockauto.com. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com and tell them Locked On sent you. Welcome to the Locked On Golden Knights podcast. I'm Jack Manning. I am AJ Alexander. And the Vegas Golden Knights lose to the LA Kings 4-2 in what can only be described as a tough game to watch. AJ, what did you think of the Vegas Golden Knights game on Wednesday evening? Things just started off strange in general with Ryan Reeves being out of the lineup and it being a decision that they made after lineups were submitted. We saw things like Chandler Stevenson, just absolutely terrible, terrible hit. You know, Calvin Peterson played a great game over at LA. Otherwise, not much to say about this. Golden Knights deserve to lose this game. Yeah, un- unfortunately, there, there's no getting around it. Marc-Andre Fleury probably had one of his poorer performances a- as a Vegas Golden Knight. Mm-hmm. Least of all, Marc-Andre Fleury certainly let in probably his worst goal as a Vegas Golden Knight. As much as I love watching weird NHL on YouTube, I'm going to hate it. That is most certainly going to be there. I mean, every goalie lets in a goal like that sometime in their career it's just a shame that flurry had to let it happen during what is his best vesna pitch so far and i've got to tell you it just wasn't tonight jack flurry hasn't looked great lately at all yeah he's let in at least three goals in his last three games really hard to say that he's living up to the vesna talk that he was getting in the first half of the season but at the same time this short little stretch isn't going to be enough to dissuade people from voting for him from the vesna but it is going to hurt his statistical profile so you have to wonder especially with that third goal and that fourth goal as well you have to wonder if those types of uh, of mistakes will end up costing him the hardware that he's been chasing his whole career everybody as you're listening take a deep breath with me as we start this recap because it's gonna get rough serenity now saw whatever you need to do make it happen because we are jumping into former detroit red wing andreas athanasiu and second star of the game who ended up with a goal and an assist scoring just a minute and 58 into the game. Athanasiu has been known as a really fast player, and that is exactly what led to this goal. All of a sudden, it's one nothing. And, you know, there there is a suggestion out there that Athanasio at one point was going to become a, a Vegas Golden Knight in the trade that ultimately brought Thomas Tatar to Vegas. Now, whether or not that's true, whether or not that ever would have worked in Vegas, who, who knows? That's one of those things you just have to, to question to the hockey gods. But it is interesting to imagine Athanasio with that sort of speed on the other wing from Alex Tuck. Let's not stray away from the fact, Jack, that... The Kings scored in that period yet again. 2-0, Leas Anderson returning from injury. Yeah, Leas Anderson, previously the seventh overall pick in the 2017 draft, out of the LA lineup for more than 15 games, found himself on the score sheet by reaching over Marc-Andre Fleury and tapping one home. Kings were actually inserting him into the lineup, looking for a spark in their bottom six. Doesn't that sound familiar? 
and it paid off there. I mean, there was a scramble in front of the net. Anyone could have scored it, but Anderson was the opportunist there. And Vegas had opportunities on their side as well. It wasn't dominated by the Kings just because of the score, but they actually just had accuracy problems. They couldn't hit the broadside of a barn, let alone the net. Just not a great period overall. Yeah, unfortunately, the, the Vegas Golden Knights have had quite a few of those over the last few weeks where they find themselves getting themselves deep in a hole as a result of mediocre play early on. Second period, after a bit of back and forth, Carlson scores. He's off the schneid. That's nice. Yeah, and Carlson really had a, a pretty decent game overall. He had eight minutes and 55 seconds of five on five uh, on the ice. And during that, he controlled 70% of the shot attempts. They had two goals, four while Carlson was on, but definitely, you know, let in one as well. Just as fans were feeling good about the team getting back into the game, Golden Knights let in that goal that I described as bowling shoe ugly we don't have to spend too much time on it one of Fleury's all-time worst goals allowed and it just set the tone for the rest of the night yeah uh, unfortunately when that goal went in there, there was sort of a pit in the stomach of most Golden Knights fans as they thought you know what this probably just isn't their night just to exemplify how how brutal of a game Fleury had during a power play he passed it right to a Kings player after being a little bit indecisive with the puck they kill off the rest of the penalty and then it leads directly to another goal against just kind of goes to show you how mark andre Fleury's night went as well as the golden knight one of the other bright spots on the evening was shay theodore who had a goal and an assistant yep. in tonight's game uh, found himself on, on the score sheet twice had four shots on net and he probably could have had two more goals if things had gone just a little bit differently we have to mention this in that second period, Chandler Stevenson with a hit that can only be described as just ridiculous and ugly. It looked intentional and it looked suspension worthy. I really was disappointed in Chandler Stevenson tonight here. Yes, yeah, so sometimes a guy does a thing on the ice that, that's just indefensible. And unfortunately, that hit thrown by Chandler Stevenson was absolutely indefensible. I, I have nothing good to say about it. That's the type of play that just simply doesn't belong in hockey. And I would be surprised if he doesn't face some sort of supplemental discipline. This is a guy who had six minutes of penalties all season long leading up until tonight. He put them down another player with Reeves already out. So you're down two forwards. Anyways, like I said, we'll move on. But as we enter the third, things looked up a little bit there. You mentioned that Shea Theodore goal. Assist by Keegan Colzar, by the way, who's actually been more and more noticeable as games have gone on as well. In terms of players that have, have made me eat my words from early in the season, consider Keegan Colzar among them. Definitely stepped up and produced at a, at a much higher rate, especially recently, than I ever would have expected. Yeah, I definitely think maybe he's answering the bell in more ways than just fights on the ice. Talking about that third period, Vegas had a lot more jump in their step coming out. And Fleury started making some key saves. And again, as fans, you started to wonder, maybe this team can actually pull it out again. Well, it all fell apart eventually. And Nick Haig took another bad penalty, his second of the game. Zach Whitecloud, on the very same play, goes straight to the locker room with an injury. He's bloody. Moments later, it's a Kings five on three as Petrangelo goes to the box. Jesse Granger sent out an incredible picture. The bench was so short between injuries and penalties and whatnot. Leonard actually had room to sit on the actual bench 
bench if he wanted to, and there still would have been room left. The third period just absolutely fell apart. The Vegas Golden Knights fighting from behind, being shorthanded uh, both on the ice and on the bench. Really hard to, to imagine a scenario where they're able to, to muster up the energy to come back from that kind of a deficit when they already have their top center. And one of their their bottom six energy guys out of the lineup, just 10 forwards and probably at that point, uh, four and a half defensemen, not really sure what the Vegas Golden Knights could have done with that kind of a depleted roster at that point in the game. Well, now that we've got that out of the way, got a little more input on individual players, performances and patterns and a little bit of Henderson Silver Knights news as well right after this. RockAuto.com is a family business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. Go to RockAuto.com to shop for auto body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil and even new carpet. And whether it's for your classic car or your daily driver, you can get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. Best of all, all the prices at RockAuto.com are always reliably low. The same for professionals as do-it-yourselfers. Why spend up to twice as much for the same parts just because because you're buying it from a traditional auto front storefront. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available to your car or truck and write locked on in the how did you hear about us section so they know that we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the car parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. Now we've been telling you about the Built Bar for a while now. It is the best tasting protein bar on the market. The Built Bar is an amazing low calorie, low sugar, high protein, high fiber, amazing tasting protein bar with 100% chocolate and all bars. And now is the time to find out which Built Bar is the best because it is Built Bar madness. Go to BuiltBar.com or at bar underscore built on Twitter. And remember to use the promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your next order. That's LOCKED15 to get 15% off your next order at BuiltBar.com and check back to see who won today's matchup and who will go on to become the best pacing protein bar ever get all the sports news you need in under 20 minutes with locked on today podcast host peter bukowski updates you on the latest news in every major sport with the help of our local experts follow locked on today podcast on the odyssey app or wherever you get podcasts welcome back to locked on golden knights i'm jack manning i'm aj alexander talking about defensiveness is it time to sit nick Hague? you know i wouldn't have thought so i actually was okay with Nick's game tonight with the exception of the uh, the the number of penalties that he took uh, tell me tell me what you have in mind well you touched on it exactly it's not just been a few penalties that he's taken he's been a full-on liability in my opinion per Justin Emerson he's taken four minors in the last two games and the problem started even before those last two games I think even if it's a downgrade to the overall defensive play of the Golden Knights Maybe worthwhile sitting him. You know, I, I I understand the point. At the same time, because the Vegas Golden Knights penalty kill is generally so effective, I'm not particularly concerned about a guy taking as many penalties as Haig has at least over the last little while. If this were to continue on a regular basis for a couple of weeks, sure, I think I'd get on board with you. But uh, I think that the overall defensive play that he brings to the game, as compared to to the other options that might be available there, especially with the Golden Knights unable to keep Nick Holden in the fold, at least on the active roster due to cap constraints. I'm just not sure that I'm ready to throw a guy like Coglin directly into the lineup in place of Nick Haig, if only because Haig has such good chemistry uh, with Zach Whiteclub. All right, well, let me counter with this, because again, unfortunately, after this ugly game against the Kings, 
the Avalanche have actually taken sole possession of first place in the division. But I think if it was just a game or two, it would be fine. But we're talking about three or more games here. And I think if you're sitting Nick Haig in place of Dylan Coglin, when again, Vegas isn't in first place anymore, but it could still act as a teachable moment. Meanwhile, you actually cycle in Coglin, keep his legs fresh, give him a game played. I don't really see too much downside to that. I mean, the 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 difference between Nick Haig and Dylan Coughlin overall in their gameplay probably isn't leaps and bounds. I tend to favor Nick Haig because I, I, I like a guy that is a little bit more physical and has that big reach. And they've sure. shown about the same level of offense. In fact, I think Haig's shown a little bit more this year. And so I, I, again, I tend to favor Haig over Coughlin, but but I don't think that difference is so much that sitting Haig for for a game or two in favor of Coughlin would, would be the end of the world. I'm just not sure what those pairings would look like. And for Golden Knights fans that are worried about Vegas no longer being in first place uh, points-wise, that may be true, but the Golden Knights do have a game in hand against Colorado, and so technically are leading the points percentage race. So as long as Vegas wins their next game, uh, they will continue to lead the points percentage race until they they play Colorado and one team is able to gain a little bit of separation over the other last night's game against the Kings notwithstanding as far as how ugly it is got another game tonight Vegas plays the Minnesota Wild we'll talk about that and touch on what Cody Glass has been doing lately (laughs) right after this BetOnline.ag is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Football might be over, but the NBA, college basketball, and especially the NHL are in full swing. BetOnline.ag even covers awards, TV shows, and reality TV. Real-time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. BetOnline has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds, and it's the best way to place your bets online, and it's free to sign up. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus when you use the promo code LOCKEDON. Again, you can get a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit by using the promo code LOCKEDON at betonline.ag, your online sportsbook experts. All right, AJ, well, the Vegas Golden Knights are going to be back in action this evening against the Minnesota Wild along with Kirill Kaprizov. What are you looking for out of the Vegas Golden Knights as they step into the second half of a back-to-back? I mean, Robin Leonard getting another start is definitely going to be beneficial. The Minnesota Wild, with the worst power play in the league, are still maintaining playoff contention. So you can't discount this team, especially after you just laid a stinker against the LA Kings. Vegas Golden Knights have an opportunity to rebound from a really bad game, especially in front of their home fans, as few as they may be right now. That T-Mobile record is sacred to the Golden Knights, and I think they rebound even though... Minnesota Wild have been really strong against this team. Yeah, right now the Minnesota Wild are sitting at 21-11-2 with a 647 points percentage. So they are solidly in third about... Uh, six points ahead of the St. Louis Blues right now. And the St. Louis Blues are barely hanging on to that fourth place spot. So th- there's definitely room for Minnesota Wild to improve their record and try to chase down that second place spot. Uh, but at the same time, as you mentioned, the Minnesota Wild have been one of those teams that throughout their entire history have really had Vegas's number more often than not. Not to say that the Knights can't come out to win because they have historically been very good in the second half of back-to-back games. But I, I am expecting the Minnesota Wild to put up a, a good, sizable fight. 
And I would expect that Kirill Kaprizov is going to continue to play some pretty amazing hockey. So I'm watching for some impressive performances from Kirill Kaprizov. But out of Vegas, what I'm really looking for is a solid defensive effort, the ability to stay out of the box. And I have to wonder if some of the guys from the taxi squad or maybe even the Henderson Silver Knights get a call up to fill in for a guy like Ryan Reeves or potentially a guy like Chandler Stevenson who may be facing some supplementary discipline. And again, this is against a third place in the division, Minnesota Wild. This isn't the Kings anymore. They've got another game against the Wild on April 3rd, and then they turn around and play those aforementioned Blues who, again, that's a scrappy, hardy team that isn't going to let a playoff spot go easily. That is two games in St. Louis against those Blues, so the easy points are gone. We aren't playing a team like the Kings until mid-April. Easy points are gone. It's time for the Golden Knights to actually buckle down because the schedule is just going to get harder and harder. Yeah, no, no getting around it. The, the schedule gets tougher as time goes on. Granted, there there are some games coming up against the Ducks and, and San Jose later on in the month, and, and that's going to be a nice reprieve. But there are no easy points in this league, at least not until you play the Anaheim Ducks later this month. It's sad to take the cheap shot. I mean, if you're going to take a cheap shot, why not take it against the Sharks, Jack? Because the Anaheim Ducks are sitting at an abysmal 378 points percentage, which is good for 30th in the league. The only team worse than the Anaheim Ducks this year are the Buffalo god-awful Sabres. <laughs> Who won a game tonight. Congrats. But let me tell you something, Jack. Sort of disappointed at you chirping at the Ducks when you know that they have a better prospect system than the San Jose Sharks, so the Ducks are definitely going to be on the upswing much sooner than San Jose. How dare you betray your own roots? <laughs> Don't get me wrong. I, I the, the Anaheim Ducks really do have an impressive set of prospects, but so far that's really all they are is prospects that happen to be playing in the NHL. We've, we've done our fair share of talking about Cody Glass this week and how he's been sent down to the Henderson Silver Knights. All I, The only point I'm trying to make with respect to the Anaheim Ducks is that because the Anaheim Ducks roster is filled with a number of guys who are Cody Glass age or a little bit older or younger, they just simply don't have the ability to hold themselves up against big, strong teams of men uh, like the Vegas Golden Knights uh, or, or even the St. Louis Blues. When you have a team full of youngsters like that, yes, the future is very bright. But at the same time, if one or more of those guys doesn't quite pan out, there are still going to be major holes in that team for a long time to come. All right. So we've been beating around the Cody Glass Bush long enough here and I appreciate the prospect news and geez who knew that an LA Kings loss a brutal one would turn into roasted duck by the end of the show but hey I'm here for it let's talk about Cody Glass his first game with the Henderson Silver Knights went pretty well I'd say yeah, he had a primary assist and a goal, and that goal, man, was an absolute beauty. Both points coming at 5-on-5, five five, so Kelly McCrimmon getting exactly what he was hoping for by sending Cody Glass down to the Henderson Silver Knights. More 5-on-5 five five production and time on ice for Cody Glass. The goal that Cody Glass scored was a beautiful backhand dish after a through-the-legs deke. I mean, that's exactly the type of swagger that we were talking about on this show, saying that Cody Glass needs to find the, the confidence to pull off those amazing moves. Because when was the last time you saw Cody even attempt a deke like that in the NHL? I think he's a guy that's been so afraid of making mistakes that he's been 
unwilling to take the risks to make those amazing plays that he's capable of. And seeing him do it in the AHL is going to give him that much more confidence to try those types of things when he gets back to the NHL. And with Chandler Stevenson potentially out with supplementary discipline sometime over the next couple of days, it's possible that Cody Glass gets himself yo-yoed right back up to the Golden Knights. And in fact, he actually had a a couple of opportunities uh, with Elvinez two-on-one. Cody Glass should have probably shot the puck. He probably could have ended the night with two goals and an assist. But nonetheless, he and Elvinez actually showed some pretty good chemistry. Surprise, surprise, Cody Glass looks great in the AHL. Yeah, no, if there's... If Cody Glass does spend the the rest of the current road trip, the next five games with the Henderson Silver Knights, I would love a chance to see him play with a couple of other young players that have have never had a chance to play with Cody in the past, specifically Jack Dugan. The the two of them would have, I would expect, some some pretty decent chemistry and and an ability to, to make some elite passes back and forth and ultimately just pass the puck right into the net. And one more shout out to another Henderson Silver Knight. Marcus Kelly and Kelly makes his Henderson Silver Knights debut, was originally a 2019 fifth round pick, had been playing in Finland earlier this year, had a, a difficult first half of the season. So big shout out to Marcus Kelly and Kelly, and here's hoping that he has a strong finish to the 2021 NHL season. Now, we'll be back with more Vegas Golden Knights talk after the game against the Minnesota Wild. So tune in tomorrow for more Locked on Golden Knights.